You're listening to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast. Where you'll get proven strategies to start and grow your online business from in the trenches digital entrepreneurs. EntrepreneurIgnited.com. Launch your online business. Live your dreams. Now, here's your host, Derek Gale. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, a podcast designed to skip the hype, skip the BS, and bring you real, actual tips and strategies to help you grow your business and income on the internet. This is your host, Derek Gale, and today's show is actually just going to consist of two parts because today's guest has uh, a, a vast knowledge and expertise in a few different areas that I think our listeners are going to benefit from. Now, to understand this guest, I need to give you a little bit of a backstory, though, because I met this guy in January of, of this year when I attended uh, the Marketers Cruise. And this the Marketers Cruise, if you never heard of it, it's an annual cruise where digital entrepreneurs from uh, around the globe meet up on a cruise ship in the Caribbean for seven days straight. We network, there's uh, workshops, lots of sharing, and uh, a lot of parties as well. Now, through, uh, you know... Uh, Throughout the week, I was attending different events, and and one of those events was about um, I forget what it was called exactly, but it was everybody got a chance to get up and just share different tools that they use in their digital business. And so this guy partway through gets up and starts listing off tool after tool after tool. And you know, I mean, I thought I had a long list of tools in my entrepreneur toolkit, but this guy took it to another level. So <laughs> after writing a few pages of notes of all sorts of these cool productivity and marketing tools that this gentleman introduced, we then went off to dinner and I ended up sitting with him and uh, we got talking over dinner and then he reveals uh, that in addition to running his own events and his own digital businesses, he's pretty much invented the uh, business events, digital business, internet marketing events in the Middle East and Dubai and he's brought experts from around the world to the Middle East and Dubai. And so after that dinner, I knew that I needed him to get on the show and share some of what he knows. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce a man that's, well, his resume speaks for himself. He's an author, an entrepreneur, an international public speaker, uh, an accelerated learning practitioner, a renowned internet marketing expert. He's worked with tens of thousands of people from around the world uh, in 45 different countries. And uh, to top it all off, he is... Uh, from what I understand, the 247th most traveled person on this planet. So without further ado, I would like to welcome Ernesto Verdugo to the show. Ernesto, thank you for being here. It's a pleasure, Derek. I am very excited about uh, sharing with your audience, and uh, I think we're going to have a lot of fun. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, okay, uh, fill me in. How, how did you figure out you're the 247th most traveled person on this planet? Well, once again, with my uh, with my tools, I found that there was a website called the uh, MostTravelPeople.com. Yep. And uh, then they, there's a list of everybody, which is um, I mean, I mean, all the big travelers. I mean, there. I tell you, when I when in 1993, one of my uh, I mean, since, since I was very small, I wanted to become part of the uh, Century Club. The Century Club. It's in LA, and uh, they will only admit people that have been to 100 countries. 
So my goal was to make it to 100 countries. And in 1993, I landed uh, landed in South African Airways in Zimbabwe, in Harare. And while I was just landing in Harare, to make it even more dramatic, I actually ticked that box and I entered there. So uh, with conversations from people there from the Century Club, they said, well, you know, you have to list yourself to see in what ranking would you you would be. And I said, well, how would I do? How would I do that? And they said, well, you go to this website. It's called Most Travel People. Uh, in the world or most travel people.com. I don't remember which one it is. And then there's a ranking for all the big travelers. So, I mean, you can just go, do, go there and do your ranking. It's a free, it's a free service. And then you could just be, I mean, for example, the more countries you've been in, the more, uh, the higher the ranking that you will have, obviously. So in around in, on the world, I am 247. I mean, sometimes it goes up, sometimes it goes down. I mean, it, it depends. And in the, in the Netherlands, which is a country that I, uh, that I was registered on, I think I am 39 or something like that. But it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's very high. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's a, that's a lot of countries. So I, how many have you visited? 129. 129 countries. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. So, okay. So I, I was curious. I'm like, how do you even know that? But I guess that's how you know. There's a website. Who would have thunk it, right? So, exactly. uh, <laughs> all right. So now, as I said in the intro, we're going to split this interview into two parts. Um, you know, first, I want to get into how to grow your business as an international speaker, which I know you have a a ton of information in your head on. And then we're going to dig into uh, some of the the, the tools that that I saw you sharing on the Marketers Cruise. And uh, we'll start sharing them with with our listeners here as well. So for everybody listening, we've got two parts. And uh, so we're going to start off with the speaking. And now before we get into the specifics, you know, let's start with the question uh, that I, I know is on so many people's minds, and that is, can I really become an international public speaker? D- don't I need to be famous? Who would put me on their stage, right? I, and, and this is what I, you know, when you say to somebody, "Hey, you should be an international speaker to grow your business," most people go, "How? Right? Where do I start?" So, uh, over to you. <laughs> what are the steps? That is that is absolutely correct, and that is. Uh, one of those, you know, I mean, I do not know how it works kind of thing, but the moment that you, that the moment that you figured out the game, it's just one of the, uh, easiest way to grow your notoriety, to, to, to grow, uh, your brand, your international brand. I mean, um, very, um, uh, first of all, and this is something that I, I always ask everybody to really get this tattooed on their brain, because this is just exactly the secret to it. Um, and this is, um, Proof is stronger than uh, proof is stronger than uh, experience. I mean, if you remember the book The Outliers, uh, they say that you need to have ten thousand hours to become an expert. Mm-hmm. Now, truth is, I mean, it's very difficult to say. Well, you know, I'm going to become, I'm going to have ten thousand hours of stage time. I have ten thousand hours of stage time, and it took me about 12, 12 years or thirteen years on going stage after stage after stage, uh, walking. Uh, I mean, speaking all over the world, and that, of course, is a very long route. Now. If you can prove that you have spoken in a few stages, if you have the right media kit, if you have exactly what is required for you to prove to to event promoters that you have been uh, and and that you can do a good job, then guess what? I mean, easily you can land uh, small speaking gigs that pay anywhere from $1,500 for 60 minutes to 
to uh, uh, $15,000. That is just very common. Now, what happens is that there's a ton of things which are attached into that. Let's say that they're only paying you $1,500 for one gig. But then, of course, I mean, if you're going to be flying to another country to do one of these presentations, you can work with the event promoter, with the event organizer. Well, you know, I can do another workshop, which uh, it will be another half an hour added value and then possibly get it a little bit more money. Well, you know, I have a number of books. How about if every participant gets a book, then, of course, you get a little bit more money. So the, the, the moment that the moment that people understand how the speaking, um, the paid speaking world works, that it's just absolutely great. Most people get very confused because they think, well, you know, I have to sell from the stage. And I am very good at doing that because, of course, I could be in webinars. I have done a number of different webinars. And then if I do one webinar, then, of course, I will be able to do that on the stage. And you and I know that that just <laughs> doesn't work like nope. that. So, I mean, truth is, most people think, well, you know, I want to be, I want to speak internationally. I have to sell from the stage. While in reality, I would say, please stay away from selling from the stage because unless you know what you're doing, you're going to bomb. So the best way to do it is just to, to work with event organizers, with event uh, promoters, which are, they are around the world. Just think about it. Every city in the world, doesn't matter how small it is, it has two or three events minimum happening per city. And that is, I mean, if, uh, that is if you think about business events, but I mean, there's um, uh, health events, there's uh, uh, alternative healing events. I mean, you name it. Every city in the world, there has always events. And it's only few people that understand how the world works that are just going from one uh, place to another. If you, if you meet any of the people that live out of doing uh, keynote speeches and and these kind of things they have very busy agendas because of course they are in high demand and low supply now the, the reason why there is low supply is because hardly anybody knows how to play the paid speaking game and that's exactly what i uh, like teaching people how to do because i have done it for a number of years throughout my life now okay so now i want to take a step back here because you've thrown some terms out there that i think some people may not be familiar with and the first one is media kit Right. So you say to people, you need a media kit. And, and I mean, for you, that's just <laughs> common tongue. You know exactly what it means. But for the guy that's just sitting here going, yeah, I've, I've got this thing in, in natural health and I'd love to speak on it, for example. Yeah. He's got no idea what a media kit is or, or even where to start. Right. So what is a media kit? How do you start building that? That's a, that's a great, that's a great point. And I agree. And I'm sorry if I, I mean, I just uh, get carried away. Oh so. no, I'll, I'll stop you. Don't worry. <laughs> Let me just go back into this. And I tell you, look, a media, basically if uh, you approach um, uh, an event promoter, an event organizer, and you tell them, I would like to speak on your event. The other guy is going to reply. Sure. I'll be very interested to see it. Can you please send me a demo reel? which in the past, you used to send a VHS tape. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> that's how I got started. I mean, I used to, I used to send, I used to produce a lot of these uh, VHS tapes and I was always mailing them. Now, obviously, I mean, you can just upload one of these videos in YouTube. Now, what is what happens? Most people, what they do is they have a video recording from one time that they spoke and it is recorded with their telephone. The, the, the audio is terrible and uh, it just looks very bad. And then, of course, you send, they send it to them. That, of course, doesn't look professional. So, first of all, on a media kit, these are the elements that you need to have in order to have a proper media kit. You're going to need uh, you're gonna need proof. Once again, proof is the most important thing. Proof will always kill experience. So, if you have proof, that means that you have a good uh, demo reel. 
if you have a, a sizzle reel, a sizzle reel, it, it is about a 60 second uh, presentation uh, video that you're going to show before you go on stage. Like, for example, saying Derek Gale, he was uh, doing this in, uh, uh, in, in Kuala Lumpur and he was doing this in Singapore and he has been working for uh, the Internet Marketing uh, Center for X amount of years. Well, you know, I, I mean, you, you obviously know what a sizzle reel is, but I'm just trying to make people to understand what it is. So it is just a, 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 someone is talking about you, but in a very, very short period of time so that they will introduce, introduce you. But then, you know, that's exactly what will sell to the event organizer. Wow, this guy knows exactly what he's doing. Then, for example, if you have a couple of um, um, uh, interviews in the radio or podcasts or anything like that, and then you have a few... Uh, newspaper um, articles or whatever it is, or you have been featured, for example, in uh, the Huffington Post or anything like that, all of these little bits and pieces that possibly look random, if you put them all together in a page and then when, when, you, when you are a- approaching um, a promoter, you say, well, you know, I mean, um, I would like to speak in your event. Here is my media kit. The promoter says, oh, this guy know, knows how to play the game. And then the possibilities of you landing uh, um, stage, they're very, very high. Now, if you do not have what is required, the possibilities of you landing a, a stage anywhere, it's going to be almost impossible. But in reality, if you have the proof, it will always kill the uh, the experience. You don't have to have the experience. You could be uh, uh, pretty much a beginner. If you have all what it takes to, to give it to them, you're golden. Because in reality, a keynote speech is 60 minutes, 60 to 90 minutes. I mean, if you have a little bit of training on how to deliver properly a keynote speech, then it will be relatively easy for you to start let, uh, uh, um, getting um, uh, a keynote speaking engagements. It's not difficult. Right. So, okay. So, uh, so we've covered the media kit. That's awesome. I think everybody now has a better understanding of that. And, and I totally agree. I mean, you know, I used to, I used to run my own events. Um, and it, now, I, I mean, I'd still do my own events in Asia, but I, I, they're just me. I used to have other speakers come to my events and I used to get people that would say, Hey, I'd love to speak for you. And, yeah. uh, and you're right. I mean, I judged them based on what they sent me, not based on their experience, right? If I didn't know them or I didn't know somebody that knew them, I, I, based on what they sent me is based on what I judged them. And if it was, you know, some kind of crappy video off their phone, uh, no, they're, you know, even if they were an absolute expert, you base your opinion on, on that. But the guy who has something professionally filmed, which really in this day and age isn't hard or really that expensive to get done, Exactly. Great. And, uh, and, and, you know, I can't, I can't emphasize uh, enough the power of having yourself published on different media platforms, even if it just wants to say you were there. It, yeah. it, it's so massively powerful for your credibility. And, and just as a side note, you know, going out and getting an article on the Huffington Post or on a Forbes or an entrepreneur or or whatever's relevant to your industry in that leading publication um, is is hey, it's it's not that difficult to do and uh, B not only is it good for your media kit but it's just good for all of your marketing so you're not just doing exactly. that for your media kit anyway now exactly now um, uh, two more questions here that uh, I want to jump down these uh, rabbit holes and sort of explore a little bit. Uh, now, benefit beyond money, okay? So 
Now, you know how I work in, in the speaking world. When I speak, I'm not, I don't do keynotes, um, paid keynotes. That's not where I'm at in my career. Exactly. When I do it, I'm doing it to, to recruit, to sell from stage. And mm -hmm. uh, now, that being said, it's a definitely a different strategy, and, and I think it's a more difficult strategy, and it takes more practice to get to that. So when you're starting off, going out there and getting some keynotes under your belt, becoming a paid keynote speaker is great. But, but look, I mean, you're, you're never going to get rich selling keynotes. 1500 or two grand at a time, right? Sorry. So what are the, the additional benefits that you're really going to get out of getting out in front of these different audiences? Like, you know, if you said to somebody, hey, come fly to Dubai, I'm going to pay you $2,000 uh, to speak at my event in Dubai. What other motivation do I have to do that beyond the $2,000? Exactly. Well, first of all, there's three kinds of speakers. And I think that's where everything starts. First of all, you're going to have the uh, trainers. Trainers are the uh, how many people get started. I mean, they start doing trainings, and of course, I mean, those have uh, not so much impact in your uh, international brand. Um, but because, but I mean, th those are great uh, things for you to start getting used to uh, doing speeches in front of people, and uh, you have a lot of interactivity. That's just one kind of uh, speaking. Then you have the keynote speakers. The keynote speakers. Uh, they could it could be incredibly well paid. I mean, uh, just think about it. Gary Vaynerchuk uh, charges eighty five thousand dollars for a sixty minute speech. Mm -hmm. That's great. President Clinton charges half a million dollars for a keynote speech, and on top of that, you have to pay his uh, security detail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, it it depends on what it is. I mean, but keynote speeches it's it's a, it's a, a way to get a notoriety, a way a way to get your name out. On, on, I mean, it's it's basically publicity that is paid. I mean, they pay you to 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 do publicity for yourself. So obviously, a keynote speech you you cannot expect uh, to to go from one thousand to two thousand dollars to eighty five thousand dollars. I mean, Gary Vaynerchuk has earned his uh, his pay. I mean, that's that's an important thing. But you have to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, the reason why I emphasize in speaking internationally and not speaking in the United States, and I would also include, for example, Canada, I mean, because it's very common here in the United States that you come and somebody tells you, well, you know, I am an international speaker. Well, where have you spoke? Well, I spoke in Winnipeg. <laughs> I mean, that's your experience, or I spoke in Edmonton. That's your international experience. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it happens. I mean, I have seen it many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Winnipeg's not that international. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't really count as international, even though that's in Canada. And I know that you're right now in Canada. So yeah. basically what we need to do is we have to make sure that you fly overseas, that you go somewhere else. Now, what happens is it's just, it's just a weird thing. But the moment that you have, uh, I mean, in your case, you you have done good part of your speaking career and uh, events. They have been literally abroad. I mean, you have done many places, uh, many places in Australia, many places in Asia, um, possibly Europe. I mean, I'm not sure if you have been in Europe, yep. but and, uh, speaking in Europe. But I mean, what happens is that now your brand, the brand of Derek Gale. Now it's an international brand. Now you become the United Colors of Benetton. Now you become Facebook. Now you become a big guy. Yeah. Because, of course, I mean, the guy that spoke in Winnipeg and the guy that spoke in, in, uh, in uh, Tulsa, of course, I mean, he has possibly some experience. But now, for example, if, you, if I will get two, um, 
media kits or two CVs and I see somebody that has spoken in Singapore, has spoken in Kuala Lumpur, has spoken in Europe, has spoken in Australia, and somebody has spoken in Winnipeg and has spoken in Edmonton, has spoken in Tulsa and has spoken in Kansas. I mean, I I would definitely say, well, you know, I, I want this guy. And then yeah. what happens is that you will be able to actually charge more money. And possibly you have less experience than this guy that has been speaking in all these other places like uh, Tulsa and Cleveland and uh, Winnipeg. But what happens is that because you spoke internationally, you have a better brand. And that is just absolutely awesome. You are a man of the world. And that has a price. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because... You know, I've got a lot of listeners that are that are in Asia, that are in Australia and other parts of the world. And I think the same strategy will apply to to them as well. Right. So, you know, if we're talking to somebody, let's say we have a listener in Singapore, you know, to say they went to Malaysia and then call themselves an international speaker. It's like the same as an American going to Winnipeg. Right. They're exactly. you know, they're not going to get that same credibility. So getting over what would be considered overseas from your country, wherever that happens to be, is going to you're right. That's going to add a different element of credibility. And, you know, you know, one of the things that I found as well for all of our, our North American listeners is uh, media is hard to, to get um, in the U.S. Yep. So, you know, for example, um, if I was ever on CNN, um, something I've done something horribly wrong, probably, right? That's the only way I'm going to get on CNN. You know, um, so, uh, you know, but when I'm in other countries, you know, I've been on Channel News Asia on their main morning show in Singapore, right? Like that's, that's like, that's like their CNN. I've been on NTV7 in Malaysia. I've been on uh, radio stations, major radio stations in, in, in Australia. Um, you know, I've been on TV in the UK. These other countries as well, it, to get that other level of media, particularly when you're getting started, can be, from my perspective, is so much easier outside of North America. A ton easier. I mean, so, um, for example, getting getting on CNBC or getting on, on Al Jazeera or getting on, uh, you know, the major newspapers, even, for example, the, the, uh, the Asian Wall Street Journal. I mean, it's just not that difficult because, of course, it's a complete different perspective. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it could be used to grow your brand. So that's another of the added benefits from it. Now, let me just go back into this story. And this is, I think, a very important, uh, a very important point that I can carry uh, on right now. See, for example, one of the amateur mistakes that most people make when they say, well, you know, I would like to travel. I would like to uh, speak internationally. One of the things that one of the first things that they do is if it's going to be um, uh, see, right. I, I've been uh, I have booked uh, over 50, 60 different speakers to come to Dubai. And from them. You can include a uh, Mike Field, same uh, Mike Koenig, uh, uh, John Carlton, um, uh, 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 Standal. I mean, I have, I can, I right now can just go through a number of different uh, speakers that I have brought to Dubai. And uh, what happens is that none of them, they immediately see, well, you know, there's an opportunity abroad, so they are willing to put themselves on that environment. Mm-hmm. One of the mistakes that most people make is, well, you know, I would like to speak on your stage. Or let's say, for example, this is normally how it will happen. Let's say that I am scouting for speakers. And when I mean scouting, it's like exactly like if you will be doing baseball or football. I mean, I will go to a match and I will try to find out who are the best players. Right. So I will go to an event and I will try to find out who are the best speakers or who are the upcoming speakers. It has happened to me recently. I was in San Diego scouting for for speakers. And I found a, re, a very good upcoming speaker 
very powerful, very poised, really nice speaker. His message was great. His content was great. And he's just upcoming. I mean, all his speaking experience has been in California. He has never spoke outside of California. Mm -hmm. So I go and talk to him and I said, well, you know, I would like to take you international. I would like to take you to Bangkok. I would like to take you to Bahrain. I would like to take you to Dubai. And he said, oh, yeah, great. Well, my fees are X amount and you have to pay my business class ticket for me and my wife. And you have to pay all my expenses, my accommodations. And you have to even give me uh, red M&Ms in, in my room. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I mean, okay Madonna. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, sometimes I say, well, you know, you have to don't don't act like a prima donna. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the way that you have to see working with the most important person in your speaking career, that's gonna be your event promoter or your or your event organizer. These guys have a ton of uh, speakers to choose from. If you have already connected with them and they're willing to work with you, I mean, don't don't uh, uh, change the possibilities of opening a new market, finding out new things, because of course they are gonna they they are you are you want a, a, a airline ticket paid. I mean, an airline ticket is not really that expensive compared of of the opportunities that you could be getting afterwards. So it is very it's very interesting. I mean, the the ones that have the choice to pay the ticket or not. It is the uh, event organizers, not the speakers. And that's where a lot of people actually get Trump because, of course, what they say is, uh, I would like my ticket to be paid and this is my fee and this is my... And, you know, if you are known in uh, San Diego, that's great, but that's not the center of the universe. They, I mean, most people in uh, Bahrain, most people in Bangkok, most people in, in Dubai will have absolutely no clue who you are. Yep. And that's what you need to take into consideration. I mean, if somebody is willing to work with you and take you abroad, you have to be uh, humble enough to accept, well, you know, help me, show me the ropes, let me get into new markets. Just before we started, we were having this conversation, you and I, well, you know, I would like to explore the market. You immediately understand that that was an opportunity to say, well, you know, I mean, help me uh, get my name in another market that nobody knows me. And uh, I mean, we never talked about, well, you know, this has to be paid or this or these kind of things. But a lot of people, the moment that they start having a little bit of of uh, of uh, experience and they want to go abroad, that's what they think they should be they should be doing. And that's mm. a big mistake. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally, until you're at, um, an international level or an international brand, like, a a Richard Branson or a Tony Robbins, or, uh, you know, to, to get into a new market, you've got to be willing to make some sacrifices, particularly when you're getting started. And, and, exactly. and, and, and I think you're right. You know, people get a little, and I've seen it, you know, people get a rock star attitude, right? You know, they, they, <laughs> they get up on a couple stages and, and now they're a rock star. They've had a few good presentations, but the reality is, is as you said it in many of these markets, you're unknown. And Absolutely. yeah. And I look at how long I've been doing business now in Singapore, Malaysia, um, Australia, you know, when I go to an event in Singapore, I'll ask the audience at the beginning of the day of one of my workshops, you know, who here in the room has heard of me uh, prior to, you know, seeing an ad for this event. And, you know, when I'll tell you, every single event, 90% of the people put up their hand and say they've never heard of me before. And, mm -hmm. and I mean, God, that's a market that I've actually been involved in, in a lot, right? So um, people will pay you. I guess here's here's the way to look at it. Event promoters are willing to pay you a lot of money to come and speak and cover flights when yeah. your name will attract people to their event. Exactly. When you when you <laughs> are 
uh, when you are the main attraction. That's exactly. it. When your brand makes them money through pure attraction, they'll pay you. But don't expect them to pay you to show up and deliver uh, that content, uh, you know, or be greedy with it, I should say, exactly. right? Um, build yourself up. And then eventually, you know, you can start charging stuff like that, but not right away. The best way to see it is a promoter. It would be like a Don King, for example, a boxing promoter. I mean, he was a promoter from, from Mike Tyson. He was a promoter from uh, uh, Muhammad Ali. He was a promoter of Sugar Ray Leonard. I mean, some of the biggest boxers in history, they have been his clients. And the question that he always was, all, every promoter is running in this mind is, how can I monetize this speaker? So if you put already the the uh, the difficulty in in uh, you know making a, a build uh, making a profit from you, and then you start saying, well, you know, you have to give me this amount of money in order for me to work with you, then of course you're you're shooting yourself in the foot, and that's exactly what you want to avoid. So my recommendation for anybody that wants to get started is first of all work on your media kit. Once mm -hmm. again, what do you need on your media kit? You're gonna need uh, first of all you need a professional. Uh, video of seven or eight minutes that shows how you are speaking. Uh, there's a number of ways on on uh, how to do that. Uh, you can, I mean, for example, getting yourself booked on a on a TEDx event that would be the ultimate. It's not that difficult either because, of course, there's TEDx on almost every city yeah. around the world. So that's one of the greatest ways that you can do it. But there's also other ways to do it without actually having to do that. You need professional branding, and that's very important. And that's not getting the picture that you got uh, taken by your uh, by your nephew or by your niece or your mother-in-law that took a picture of you wearing a suit. That's not. You need somebody to actually wear <laughs> Yeah, that's what happens. I mean, uh, sometimes yeah. I get amazed on, on the pictures that I get from the speakers. I mean, it's, it's just crazy. So you need your proper uh, photography done for the branding. That's a very important thing. Then the next thing that you will require is your sizzle reel. These, I mean, I have seen the cheapest sizzle reels. Uh, just just uh, Google sizzle reels, and there's going to be a number of people that can actually do this for you. Anywhere from two and a half thousand to five thousand dollars. That's more or less what it's going to cost you. Have a, uh, a relatively cheap sizzle reel. Then the other thing that you're going to uh, require is you have to get yourself booked. If you cannot get yourself booked on the radio, get yourself booked on uh, some podcasts. For example, this podcast is going to go straight into my media kit. Yeah. Because, of course, it is, I mean, it's just another way of showing it. I mean, if you can also uh, get yourself uh, with an article in the Huffington Post or any of the of the, the Entrepreneur Magazine or whatever, which, as uh, Derek was saying, it is a process. It's just a matter of learning the process. That those are the things that you that you um, that you need. That's what's going to build the proof, and that kind of proof it's going to help you uh, send that you will be able to send uh, different um, speakers and organizers. Sorry, speakers, um, uh, event organizers and event pro promoters. You can just send your your media kit, and then they're going to start taking interest on you. And that's how it that's how it works. I mean, it, there's no more science to it. Mm -hmm. That's all you require. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and so uh, once, I guess, what is the, what does the process look like? So let, let's start at the beginning here. So let's say somebody gets their media kit together. Um, uh, well, first step is how do you even find a promoter? Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's obviously a very good question. Well, it's very, uh, as I was saying, there's uh, in every city, the way that I was doing it and the way that I like teaching people to do it is, First of all, pick a destination. Where would you like to travel to? 
simple as that. Well, you know, I would like to speak in Amsterdam. Okay, so let's find out what conferences are happening in Amsterdam. Well, we have this conference, which is about medicine, and we have this conference, which is about this, and this, we have this conference, which is about the other. Suddenly, you're going to end up with a list of 57 conferences which are happening throughout the year in the city of Amsterdam. Great. Well, this one looks like a, like a pick for me. This one looks like a pick for me. This one looks like a pick for me. Who's organizing? Well, such and such person is organizing. So then immediately, because of course they are they are already working and everything, you're going to see the email of the person which is in charge of the organization. So then you can even go on your websites. I mean, on the websites, what happens is that they, they tend to have also, um, many of them, applications for you to go and speak. It's amazing. I mean, if you just find out, if you just look for applications for speakers, on, in Amsterdam, and you're going to find in Google, you're going to find 10, 15, uh, 20 different uh, pages, which immediately take you to the application, uh, to the application letter. Now, that's not what I want, because of course, I want to find out that this is, a, that I am a match to them. So just by doing a little bit of research, and also you can, you can even um, outsource the research. I mean, if you know exactly what you're going to be looking for, you can, you can find out um, uh, a number of different events happening in every city that you want to travel. For another another option, for example, is on cruises. I mean, cruises. I have also done a number of cruises where I also do a keynote speech, and uh, after the keynote speech, talking about internet tools for crying out loud. This is just weird. I mean, imagine I go do a sixty-minute presentation about internet tools, and they pay for my cruise. Nice. I mean, <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I tell you. If I, I have I have uh, gone to 129 countries. Out of those 129 countries, uh, 45 to 50 of those countries, they are countries that I have gone speaking, and I go there, and they are taking me there. I mean, it's a it's a paid holiday. They paid so in those days. I mean, when I was single, and I was I, I was just doing that very frequently. I was just going to places and speaking, and then they will pay me. Sometimes they will pay for my expenses, and uh, I mean, they will just. They will also get me connected with other people. It was just a lifestyle, and it was just great. And of course, now I have an international brand uh, because, of course, I have spoke. I mean, just check this statistic. And then every time that I say it, it's very impressive. And I don't say it for bragging, but it's just imp to impress upon you how powerful this could be. I've spoken to more nationalities than Tony Robbins. <laughs> wow, I mean, wow. that's very impressive. I mean, I, 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 to whoever you put it, if you put it in your CV or you put it in whatever, people get very impressed with that kind of thing. Has it been difficult? No, because, of course, I understand how the speaking world works, mm -hmm. paid speaking world. And all it requires is for you to understand that if you have a proper media kit and you play with the fair way with a, a event organizer, they will take care of you. Now, also what happens, which is really cool, is if you have a nice relationship with whoever is organizing that event, guess what's going to happen? They might have another event where they will call you or they will tell their friends, which are also organizers, and then you will, you start getting the word of mouth and they're going to start bringing you to other places, which is also really cool. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so... I mean, it's. I love the. I love the uh, the paid vacation. I mean, that's that's just brilliant. But I mean, it's it's such a, it's such a simple process, 
But most people, I guess it's that you don't know what you don't know, but it's such Except- a simp- it, it, it's such a simple process, you know, go out there, pick the cities you're looking for, find the events that are going on, figure out who's running those events. If you're the right fit, send them your media kit, get yourself booked. That's it. That's I mean, <laughs> simpler than that, I cannot give it to you. I yeah, mean, you yeah. just basically in in uh, in thirty seconds, you gave the whole process. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and one of the things too with events, events in many cases, many cases is people are, people are recording, recording these too, these too. so they have so professional, they have professional film, crews film crews in there. In they're, they're recording them, them and, and you're going to get those recordings, so you can use those in the future, right? So this is a huge benefit. Absolutely. All right, so. Let's, let's shift, shift direction, direction again, again now, now and, and let's, let's talk, talk about, about um, tools yeah. Be- because you're like, you're like the tool guy <laughs> and, and, and I don't know how that happened. I, you know, I don't know how I, you've almost been branded as the tool guy as well. Yeah. I, in fact, how did that happen? Well, it was a funny thing. I, um, I was uh, working together with Andrew Locke. I do not know if you yeah, I know Andrew. Well, Andrew's a good friend of mine. I mean, I, I love the guy. The guy's just awesome also in tools. And we're always, we're, I mean, we, we actually once on an event, we had a showdown who had the best tools. He won, unfortunately. <laughs> 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 but the showdown and it was just a lot of fun and people were loving it and everybody was voting and the whole thing that was there in Dubai was just an awesome thing. But anyway, we were just, um, uh, we, we helped uh, Yannick Silver prepare, uh, underground three to underground seven or eight we were together andrew and i were always the ones that were uh, behind the scenes andrew was running the whole thing i was running the room and uh, that's what we were doing uh together and we became good friends and uh whatever but one one time um i think it was just like a bonus session that uh yannick threw uh they had this thing in in um in underground that they were voting for the best speaker whatever so anyway he was not even competing because he was just a bonus session. And all he did was share about 10 tools. And I said, oh, my God. I mean, you shared 10 tools and every vote, everybody voted you best speaker. And you didn't even you were not even in the competitions. <laughs> I mean, this is just weird. So he said, yeah, I mean, that's the effect that these things have. I mean, people are so thirsty and so interested when you start uh, uh, sharing tools. So what I did is, I mean, I keep on, I, I have a couple of virtual assistants that every uh, week they get me six, seven, eight different tools. I go over them, see which ones they are. And then I have, I just make them and put them up in, in, in my presentation. So right now, whenever I'm doing uh, presentations anywhere, I just do my sessions of 60 to 90 minutes on tools. Mm-hmm. Nine, I mean, the rule is that 90% of them need to be free. That is, that is, of course, what makes people even more excited. And I mean, you could be saying nothing, but if you just basically give seven or eight tools that are useful, you become just the master. <laughs> you know, that's interesting because for all the listeners here, and before we get into the tools, there's, there's something to take away here because everybody's looking for how do I build content? How do I build expertise in my industry? And in any industry, in any niche, there's tools, right? There's there's different um, strategies, tools that that you know that you're using that either make your life easier, make your health better, whatever that may be, that by compiling that list and just sharing these tools, it's amazing the credibility, the relationship, the, the authority it can build with people by already sharing stuff you're just using every day, um, which is a really powerful lesson. So let's let's dig in. Now, I mean, we don't have time to go through your entire list. I wish we did, uh, but that would probably take us days. So so g- give me the top five. What are, your, what are the f- top five tools you can't live without um, as, a, as a digital entrepreneur? 
Well, let me just uh, share before. I, I want to share one strategy, or possibly two strategies, as fast as they will be tools. Uh, they are with tools, and you're gonna you're gonna find this very useful. See, for example, uh, a lot of people hear that LinkedIn is a great way of getting new leads and new business. Yeah. But the thing is, I mean, hardly anybody understands how it works. And one of the things that you require in order for you to start getting traction with LinkedIn is that you need X amount of contacts. And the more contacts that you have, the better. But the problem is it's a tedious thing to start sending emails to everybody so that they will connect with you and that kind of thing. Let me just share with you this strategy, which is really fast. If you have a Yahoo account, uh, so you go to yahoo.com and, and open an email account. If you have one, great. If you don't have one, just go and open one. And then the moment that you open an account, what Yahoo allows you to do is link your Facebook account with your LinkedIn account. So this is a very interesting thing because, for example, in, in, in Facebook, you have uh, 300 or 400 contacts or 500 in my case. I mean, I have almost 5,000, which I think is also in your case. Now, what happens is that because, of course, they have been already, uh, they have been all, um, uh, I mean, it's been confirmed by Facebook that they are your friends. They will immediately become your LinkedIn contacts. So, I mean, you could be, you could go from 200 contacts in LinkedIn to 5,000 or 500 or 700 in a heartbeat just by using Yahoo as a uh, center point. So you, you, you will link your Facebook account and your LinkedIn account through your Yahoo account. And then suddenly your uh, LinkedIn account explodes. Now, why is this important? In LinkedIn, the power of this is that you can actually have access to the three people uh, below. So for example, if, if, um, if I am linked to Derek, now, what happens is that Derek is my first um, my first um, uh, connection, but then I have also access to the people which are on his second line and on his third line. So can you imagine, I mean, wow. multiply the amount of people that you can have. Suddenly, I mean, you're connected to the entire world. It's just insane. And this is, it will take you about five minutes to do this. I mean, this is just a very powerful strategy, don't you think? That's, that's brilliant. Yeah, it's awesome. Absolutely awesome. <laughs> so, so all you need is a Yahoo email account, and then you connect that with your Facebook, which I'm sure they make yeah. that easy. Connect it with your exactly. LinkedIn account. And, it's and, pressing and, two and, buttons. That's it. And automatically, anybody who's your friend on Facebook will now be – you don't even have to send them a connection request in LinkedIn. They'll automatically be connected to you. Automatically. Nothing, wow. nothing else needs to be done. That's incredible. Incredibly powerful, don't you think? That's huge. Yeah, that's massive. Yeah, because I mean, so many people have huge friends lists, and you know, they're not doing the work on LinkedIn. So that's brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I just, I just took notes on that because I've got to do that. That's great. Yeah, that's a fabulous one. Now, another one that is also awesome, and this is very, very uh, easy for you to do. You can just search on um, and Google um, Exif. Um, editor, Exif editor. There's a ton of them. 95% for them are for free. And how do you spell the first word there? That is exit, like like an exit. E X I F. Right, exit editor. Okay. Exif, Exif with an F at the oh, end. Oh, Exif. Okay. Exif editor. Now, what is an Exif editor? An Exif editor is the um, software that will help you edit the name files of every picture that you have. Uh, in your in your computer. So so for example, what you do is let's say that you want to really brand yourself. 
So you take all the pictures that you have. I mean, if you have been uh, with pictures, if you have gone to an event and have pictures taken with the speakers and whatever, you take those uh, you take those uh, exe files and you change the uh, the uh, name of the files, the tags, the tags, and you can just uh, you can put a ton of texts on the back of the on, on the back of each of the uh, uh, picture files. So then when you upload them, I mean, for example, if you see, if you look for ErnestoVerdugo.com, I mean, I have done that a number of times. I mean, there's so many pictures, which, I mean, I don't, I, I have two or three pictures full of, full of um, um, that thing. I mean, for my pictures are all of them. Ernesto Verdugo, there's a ton of pictures there. So I dominate one or two pages of Google images with that. Now, that is for my personal branding. Now, let's say that you want to do it for your product. You can do the exact same thing, and that just goes very fast. I recently did it for a tequila company that I'm working with. And in a very competitive world like tequila, I mean, I am already getting their their, their uh, pictures to appear because, of course, nobody takes the time and the effort to change the, the text files which are on, uh, on, on their pictures. And that just takes you about... Two minutes because you upload everything to the to the software and uh, the uh, and you can just change the meta tags and the file names and all the information that you want to have there on the picture mm-hmm. and immediately it is done. You upload and of course I mean the search engines are just gonna love those pictures and they're gonna be posted in almost every single um, uh, keyword that you would like because nobody's using this strategy. Wow. It's okay. Just- and, and and just to stop there, I don't think a lot of people realize what kind of metadata we're talking about. Most people think an image is an image. There's nothing more to it other than the file name. But with an image file, there's a whole bunch of metadata that's included in that image file, which you can edit using the exactly. editor that you're talking about. And this is a fast way to go through and do a whole bunch of them really quickly. Exactly. And then when you're putting them on the websites, now they're getting indexed properly in Google Images. Yeah, exactly. And And I mean, within a matter of... Uh, hours, you will have, you you can dominate a whole term, which I mean, on the regular search engine, it will be almost impossible. Mm-hmm. But in pictures, because hardly anybody is changing the, the text on a, of a picture, hardly anybody uses that. So the moment that you start using it, you start appearing in all, in, in, uh, in all the uh, search engines, image, um, uh, image part. Search, so in, yeah. yeah, and the image search. Yeah. That's fantastic. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yes. All right, keep going. This is good. I'm taking that's notes. A cool, uh, that's a cool strategy. Now let's uh, let's uh, let me let me give you another one. This is a this is a very very nice one. I, I, a lot of people say, well, you know, used to uh, send me something by Dropbox or send me something by any uh, difficult uh, way of sending big files. That is that I'll tell you. This this tool is just awesome. It's called Tiny Take. So that's T I N Y T A K A dot com. Yeah, and uh, what this is a combination between Camtasia, Dropbox, and uh, Screen uh, Screenmatic. The one, what is the one that, that takes a screenshot? Oh, Screencastomatic, I think. Yes, screen. So you can do, you can take the three things. So it, it is a kind of uh, Dropbox, a Camtasia, and uh, um, you know the, the um, screen. So you can take screenshots. Right. Now immediately you take all these pictures and then it will it will create a it will create a link for the video or the pictures that you're taking and then you can send it immediately to to people. You can also upload videos, uh, pictures, 
PDFs, Word files, PowerPoint presentations, whatever you want, really useful, and it is for free. What is also very nice is if you share it with other people, they start increasing, very similar to, to Dropbox, they, they start increasing your, your storage. So you can very easily get uh, one terabyte of, uh, of storage with them, and it's just awesome, absolutely a great, uh, a great tool. Ah, that's brilliant, man, and, and very useful for um, working with virtual teams and staff and sharing. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, awesome. super nice. Um, let me let me uh, well, now let me go into the travel part because I mean I'm sure that a lot of people are travelers and yeah. I in, it just sometimes it hurts my heart when somebody tells I bought it on Expedia I almost have a heart attack and even every time <laughs> or I bought it in Orbis or whatever yeah. I mean, they, oh my god I just go no please those are, those those sites are for amateurs I'm gonna give you for professional traveling okay, <laughs> I'm gonna okay. give you the two the the, the two sites well first of all. Uh, if you can actually, there's a couple of ways, and this is a, this is a bit of a sneaky one. There's one site that is called Student Universe. If you go to Student Universe, but the only tricky thing is that you need to get yourself a uh, .edu um, uh, email. There's a number of ways, and I'm not going to talk about it because, as I was saying, it's a little bit tricky. But if you can get yourself one, which is not that difficult, mm -hmm. you can get some really massive discounts on world travel. That's just a really, really wow. very, very good, very good. The only thing is it's just a bit sneaky because you need to get an .edu email. The moment that you have an .edu email, email you can just book really cheap travel there. Huh, so interesting. Is a, that is one. The other one, and I use it all the time, and this is awesome because, you know, if you go to Expedia or if you go to uh, Priceline or if you go to Hotwire or if you go to any of those sites, most of the time what they want is that you book a return trip. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can you can have the option to book a, a one way, but obviously the default is that you go for a return trip. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it has ever happened to you that you um, I mean you want to just go on a one way trip, and that is that is very difficult to purchase. And what happens is that if you know how to purchase one way trips, sometimes they could be a lot cheaper than if you actually buy return trips. So on this website, which, I mean, many people should know about it already because it's been in the television a number of times, but I'm going to show you how to use it correctly. It's called Skip Lagged. That's S-K-I-P-L-A-G-G-E-D.com. Mm -hmm. uh, what you do is you try to find, especially traveling within North America, I mean, Canada, Mexico, whatever, or, or even if you go to Asia within Asian countries or, or whatever, there's always um, hubs which are, what is called hidden cities. So, for example, let's say that I want to fly. Actually, tomorrow I am flying to San Diego, and uh, I bought two one-way tickets, and I saved close to $400. I mean, if I would have purchased the return trip uh, Houston-San Diego-Houston, I would have had to pay $680. Wow. I paid only $220 because I purchased a one-way, which was Houston to Dallas and then continuing to Mexico. Uh, sorry, to Monterrey in Mexico. And then I purchased the San, the San Diego, uh, sorry, the, the Dallas forward to San Diego. And then on the way back, I did the same thing via Denver. So it actually gives you the possibility of finding, finding hidden cities. So sometimes, for example, let's say that you want to buy a one-way a one trip and you want to fly from uh, Vancouver to, uh, I mean, I don't know, New York. Right, mm -hmm. but if you find if you if you will go into any into uh, Expedia or any of these sites, they will tell you, well, you know, the fare is five hundred and fifty dollars. But the thing is, if you want, if you are going to Toronto, 
and you uh, and you're uh, you're not traveling with uh, with luggage uh, because Toronto is a hub, so you can fly Vancouver to Toronto and don't take that leg to go to New York. Now that is perfectly legal. The only thing is the airlines don't encourage you to do it because, of course, that costs in the revenues. Yeah. But I don't mind. I, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, they don't have a problem with it, but they just don't advertise. Sure. What this website does, it, it gives you all the hidden cities. It's the only website that provides hidden cities. And I think you and, and I tell you, this is a gem because you can you can save a ton of money uh, booking your flights through hidden cities. And hidden cities basically are hubs. So uh, Toronto is a hub. Uh, uh, Dallas Fort Worth is a hub. Houston is a hub. Uh, Chicago is a hub. I mean, every uh, uh, different airlines have their different hubs. So in order for you to take you from A to B, they have to fly you through the hub. Yeah. So you can fly some really cheap fares uh, there, and many of them could be one ways. So that's also a great tip. Ah, that's brilliant. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually surfing this. You know, this this interview is a day late because yesterday I. Uh, I booked a I booked a flight overseas to Australia, and uh, you know it drives me crazy because I I I went to Air Canada where I have most of my miles, and they wanted it's about nine thousand dollars for a return business class ticket from Vancouver to Melbourne, which is you know just about twice the price it was last time I paid for it, right? So then I went to United.com and I looked, and it was basically the same routing was. Uh, $7,000. And then I went to Expedia and I got the same flight on United that they wanted $7,000 for $1,500 less than that. And so, I mean, it's so difficult to know where to get the best deals. And, you know, I, I don't think most people have any idea that these sites exist out there. So uh, exactly. th that's awesome. Although a day late. Yeah, well, sorry for that. <laughs> so fantastic awesome okay so uh any other tools before we wrap uh, this up sure well i'll give you i'll give you three more very very quickly let's do it uh, one of them is called time cave and this is a great tool uh you have it's, it's this is this is a relatively inexpensive tool i think it's about 12 dollars a year or something like that so it's nothing it's called Time Cave, and what you do is it gives you a platform to plan your personal email sending. So, for example, if you have an autoresponder, you can you can program the emails that you're going to be sending to your list. But what happens if you want to send an email to John or Mary, and then you're going to be traveling? That becomes a difficult. Uh, that, that becomes difficult. Sometimes you cannot do it. So, this service can actually help you schedule your emails so that they are sent when you're not there. So. The way I, I use this is, uh, for example, whenever I'm going to be traveling and I know that I have to send a number of things, I spend an hour or two just filling up the emails that I need to send, and then they are sent on the specific time that I send that, that I tell them that they're going to be sent, which is a great tool. Oh, that's great! And 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 does it integrate with existing email clients? No, you have to send the emails from the platform itself. From the pl okay, cool. But you use it from your website, so the reply will come to you. Yeah. So that's a cool thing. Another one, which is also very nice, it's uh, it's Vocaroo. Uh, Vocaroo is a voicemail, um, uh, voice email system. So it's really great. I mean, you go there and they give you a platform to record any message. Mm -hmm. You record it, they give you a link, and uh, then you can send it on an email or whatever you want. You can post it on your website. You can post it on Facebook, whatever. So it's great because, for example, I mean, sometimes I have to send instructions to my 
team in uh, the Philippines. And then what I do is I record one of these things and I, I, I tell them uh, 30 second, 40 second, 50 second uh, audio recording and I send it to them and then it's very easy to do. What is, what is also very nice is that you can have the app, just do the, the whole thing, and then immediately you have the link, the URL, to share it with everyone. So mm-hmm. it's very useful. That's vocaroo.com, V-O-C-A-R-O-O, vocaroo.com. V-O-A-C, cool. All right. Yeah, V-O-C, and well, the very last one, because I know that we're running out of time. Let me This one, I think it's very useful. I just started using it, and I tell you, my deliverability on email Increase the dramatically, and uh, they charge you one cent to verify your lists. So let's say that you're sending uh, that you have a list of uh, ten thousand people, and then you're sending your email list, and your opening rate is uh, seven, eight, ten percent, which is more or less the average that I was getting. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you, but that's more or less the average that uh, that most people are getting. And the problem is, you have no clue why is that. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you go to a website that is called Bright Verify, mm-hmm. and then you pay them one, one penny for every email address that you upload there, and they're going to check if uh, your emails are being delivered to them and if it is a right um, uh, email address and whatever. So if you do that instantly, by e- instantly you're going to lose, let's say, 5%, 10% of the emails which are not working. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to tell you these people have uh, are not receiving uh, these emails. So they will they will just sort your email list. Yep. They will yep. clean it. And then suddenly when you re-upload the list, then your deliverability will go to 25%, 30% because, of course, you, cl- you cleaned all the crap. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And, and, and people need to let go of the idea that bigger is better, right? You know, at the end of the day, if people aren't engaging or it's not getting there, it's no point yep. sending it. It's just hurting you. So, so that was brightverify.com, right? Brightverify.com. And it's one, one penny per email address. That's it. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Awesome. That, that is incredible. Okay. So, um, now last question for you. Now, I mean, you just shared a ton of tools. You shared a ton of resources, um, a, a, a ton of information on speaking. Where can people learn more about the stuff that you do with speakers to help them build their media kits, get that international exposure? And where can people find out more about the tools and stuff that you're using? Yeah, well, about the speaking, uh, we have a uh, program in where we prepare every single thing for them. So every every single thing that they need or the media kit. And we do this internationally. We take people to Dubai and uh, they can find out uh, a little bit more about that on uh, speakindubai.com forward slash Derek mm-hmm. so that uh, I know that they, they uh, came through you so that I can give them special treatment. And then afterwards, uh, if they want to get one of my books, I have about three or four books, which I, I mean, I'm constantly updating, but the book that I see, it is live now. Uh, it's evenmoreusefulwebsites.com, evenmoreusefulwebsites. That's, uh, that's where you can find uh, one of my uh, books with resources and, uh, and stuff. I mean, it is, it is right now I'm updating all of them. So this is the only one which is live so that they can uh, go and download it right now if they want Fantastic. That is awesome. And, uh, you know, Ernesto, thanks so much for, for all of your sharing today. And uh, I mean, I've got, a, I've got pages of notes here as well. Um, so, you know, I, I love it when I do an interview and I've, I've got, I'm brimming with ideas when I'm done. So thank you so much for sharing. 
My pleasure, Derek. Well, it's been uh, it's been great being with uh, in your show. Awesome. All right, everyone. That was Ernesto Verdugo. And as always, any links mentioned in this interview will be included in the show notes, along with the entire transcript of this episode. And of course, you'll always find them at entrepreneurignited.com forward slash podcast. And don't forget, if you haven't done so already, you can automatically have every future episode of this podcast automatically delivered to your smartphone or device. For Apple-made devices, just head on to iTunes. And for you Android users, head over to SoundCloud or to Stitcher, and you can subscribe there. And uh, while you're there, if you like what you heard, please leave me a rating, leave me a review. That is the fuel that gives me the momentum, the motivation to continue to make this the best info-packed podcast for digital entrepreneurs. And now, guys, it's time to apply that final essential ingredient to make the stuff that you learned here today work for you, and that ingredient is action. So go forth, take action, make your lives, make your businesses extraordinary, and stay tuned for more info-packed episodes of the Entrepreneur Ignited podcast. This is Derek Gale signing off. Thanks for listening to another info-packed episode of the Entrepreneur Ignited podcast with Derek Gale. For links to all of the resources plus an entire transcript of this episode, go to entrepreneurignited.com slash podcast. Make sure you never miss another episode. Subscribe now on iTunes or SoundCloud.